In Security HQ's latest podcast, we are joined by Sankit, Dio and Nilesh as they discuss how to protect your digital presence, the consequences of brand infringement, what is threat intelligence and user behaviour analysis, and how can it be used to enhance brand monitoring to secure an organisation's digital footprint. Hi, I'm Sankit Khanulkar and I am the CEO and Chief People Officer at Security HQ. Hi, this is Nilesh. I am Head of Product Management at Security HQ. Hi, uh, I'm Dio. I head the GSOC operations at Security HQ. So all of us are here today in our state of art global security operations center, which we call as our managed uh, defense center as well. Uh, and what you see all around us are analysts working on uh, real incidents day in and day out. Yeah. So uh, guys, uh, I wanted to really touch on an important topic or I, what I would call it as a hot topic because when I'm going and, you know, talking to the CISOs and the CXOs or, you know, at all levels, uh, what, what their fundamental concern is, their brand reputation, their brand value and how cyber risks impact it, right? So while brand value, brand reputation might sound superficial or it's on, on the you know, on the surface area, right? But they're very, very concerned about how to protect it, how to defend it, how to make sure the integrity of their brand, of their organization is is protected, right? So obviously, uh, there are different ways in which we can do that. But at the core, all of us understand that we have to protect our IT assets. We have to have a set of hygiene in place, we have to have awareness in place. Uh, and apart from that, right, uh, as, as Security HQ, uh, for us, when it comes to customers, it's all about customer delight, right? So touching base on specifically your set of services or what we've been delivering day in and day out, how do we really touch organizations when it comes to their brand value? How do we make sure or how how can we really help them reduce their, you know, their uh, threats of this area? How can we help them protect their brand? How can we make them just sleep well in the night, right? Okay. So, Sankit, just to add what you, uh, what we elaborated just now. Um, a few years back, the story was that everybody was concerned about their brand image on the um, on the internet yeah. or on the digital, uh, the digital world, only if they have a digital presence, right? So the organizations like who are providing SaaS services, who are e-commerce services, or you know, who has their operations running only on the mobile app, those are the organizations who were concerned about their brand on in the digital world. But that has changed now because for any organization, um, it's very important that they are protecting their digital identity. Right. So even if you have a big factory uh, in the offline world, the, in the traditional world, you still need to protect your digital identities in the internet. Right. right. Now, this digital identities is what identifies you uh, to your customers, you know, to your partners, to, to, your, to your third parties, and this is where you are building your trust relationship. Now. Um, how cyber risk is affecting is because uh, with the digital identities and with your presence on, on the world, on, um, on, the, on the internet world, either somebody is sharing the confidential information, right? 
all knowingly or unknowingly yeah yeah knowingly right yeah. like see if i am i'm sharing my personal data um, maybe it's not very confidential right but the fact that i have some of my uh, personal data going on to some website either directly or indirectly somebody is collecting that right and if i come to know that there is a cyber attack against that organization i will really be concerned correct so nowadays it's not just a matter of you know who should be uh searching and you know who should be really concerned about their brand image on the online world it just that by default everybody has to be concerned right now i'll tell you right the de facto question about and at even at the board level right they they don't really understand what what we are doing in the background all they want to know is what what about my reputation has it got impacted has something small happened uh you know which has impacted which which makes everyone else around talk about it beat my competitors or beat anyone right that's what happens at the board level they just want to know from their ceos or the cxos are we okay or not and that's that's what we need to really deal with right we need to tell them yes you guys are okay and i will mean, i will mean, just uh, add on to the relation uh, the point is relationship so uh, see it's not just about the digital presence yeah even if you do not have the digital presence uh, one important factor is that indirectly we have certain services which are like cloud related right so for example uh, if it's a developer company uh, if they might have certain code which they publish on GitHub uh, there might be certain cloud services which they are subscribed to and indirectly that also affects uh, uh, the digital presence and the uh, like indirectly they are connected to the internet and and probably that is a leaky bucket that's that's where uh, your uh, brand uh, image or like certain sensitive things can go out and leak out there right so when we talk about it right uh, obviously every country everyone is coming with their regulations their mandates beat their data privacy policies laws and then pii and all of that a lot of words a lot of techy words non techy words floating around right but at the end of the day when we talk about brand reputation brand integrity brand value and cyber risk right can you just tell me you know if tomorrow uh someone's just uh made a fake website of my brand what do we do how do i stop that how do i know that something like that has happened right because it straight away impacts right it impacts my business it impacts the trust which i have built how what do we do in that case so this is where uh, you know uh, a global cyber defense center uh, come to the picture right now all of this is is the potential threat which ideally you should be knowing um, well in advance before right. i get materialized right the way you can identify that is by collecting lot of intelligence now when it uh, um says some threats like a ransomware attack which is actually happening in your environment you know that it is happening because this is where you have all the information you are collecting uh, from your uh, yeah. digital presence right and i just wanted to ask because it's in context right we have screens behind and we see a lot of this threat map and all of that uh, so that's the intelligence which we are talking about right and it's real the feed yeah yeah this is not uh, and this is happening in the yeah. and this is what we we call right so for a, uh, for organizations brand image um one is protecting its own it uh, estate but at the same time they also have to be aware of what 
uh, what information about the organization uh, is floating around on the surface web and also on the dark web, right? Now, this is the this is the intelligence that has to be collected around the clock yeah. proactively, right? And uh, and all of these are chatters, right? So you get a lot of chatters uh, which mention that okay, for this organization X, this is mentioned, that is mentioned, right? And you also give an example of somebody setting up a phishing a phishing website, right? Yeah. So it, it doesn't just randomly comes up uh, out of the blue. Uh, there is a planning which an attacker will will do. True. And when somebody is planning all of that, we need all of this intelligence to be collected 24 by 7 so that we come to know that something like this is potentially going to happen. Uh, and this is where the power of intelligence gathering comes into the picture, which again is 24 by 7, right? So one one thing, right? Uh, and See, when, where I come from, you you guys are like hardcore security professionals, right? But where I come from is from the business side. Uh, and that's the question which a lot of these guys ask me as well, that, okay, fine, I'm, I'm, I'm running an organization which has a headcount of 500 people. Out of that, maybe I have 10 of those who really understand cybersecurity, who understand the importance of it, who even understand the cyber hygiene side of it. But that's just 5% of my company. I want to protect everyone, right? I want to make sure that I am protecting the the overall reputation of the whole brand, right? So I think that's where this, obviously the round the clock, intelligence gathering, all of that, and just making sure that we are one step ahead of, of the adversaries is extremely important, right? But again, uh, how do we make sure that we lay the foundation right, right? Or what do we do in that case? What do I tell them that, okay, guys, this is what we need to do? Uh, see, it's all about being proactive. So you mentioned a very good point that uh, we always have to be one step ahead of the adversaries, right? So uh, the traditional socks, it's, it's just about monitoring uh, maybe on the reactive purpose. Like uh, you receive a URL, phishing URL, or like maybe you uh, have a user who is yeah. like brute force or something. It's more of a reactive output. But when it comes to uh, stepping up, uh, maybe uh, predicting some targeted attacks is uh, what uh, threat intelligence uh, area gives us an additional angle. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, uh, if you know that there is a fake application being set up for your organization, yeah. you know that you are being targeted. You know that uh, that this application it will be used to impersonate the users. and there would be a user who would be uh, like finally targeted to get uh, a foothold into your organization. That's right. So I think that's very important that you monitor such things and be one step ahead. Get into uh, the details of it. Like okay, uh, the application was hosted by whom? Like uh, which uh, which were the, uh, the the factors uh, which we can proactively monitor. Right. So you took a, you spoke about phishing email, right? Again, I'm a say a two thousand headcount company. And my company is like, uh, everyone sent an email, a phishing email. We'll be smart, smart people who will not even touch it, right? And report it to the, the cyber team. And, but what about the others? How, what, what do we do, right? And how do we, so as I understand, as we speak as well, right? Uh, our portfolio of services obviously, you know, has an answer to everything, right? All, all, all the questions. Uh, but specifically, when we talk about our threat risk and intelligence as a service, right, and and our managed defense as a service, right, it seems like these are the two two key services which will help them 
or our help help organizations uh, you know um, with when it comes to protecting right or when it comes to adding that layer of protection a proactive layer right so tell me how do we help or how do we make sure that if if a if a situation like this happens wherein they're flooded with like phishing emails what do we do do we are we able to detect it can we see it how do we react to it what do we tell our clients so so this uh, if you just talk about this specific uh, example uh, i'll just tell you how it can be detected proactively at multiple stages so somebody is setting up a phishing website uh, he will first has to register the domain so okay. create a, a domain which sounds like your plan. Yeah. yeah, it's a proper uh, modus operandi. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a million dollar it's a billion dollar industry, and if the statistics goes, um, the uh, the number speaks. Is that you know it's uh, after US and China um, GDP is the third largest uh, GDP. Was. You have to check verify this fact. Um, so, so it, it, it is it is a billion dollar industry, and therefore it has to be planned, right? Because the bad guys are here to make money. Yeah, right? absolutely. They are not here to just make, make uh, fun of it. Of course, there are some who are, who are doing it on the for the sake of fun. Um, so there there is a proper planning that goes, and planning goes not in days; it can go up to months also, right? So yeah. this is where we have to proactively monitor your digital presence. The story always starts with uh, when we support our customers, we help customers identify their digital footprint. That information is added into our platform. What is digital footprint? So um, any any your presence on the internet, right? either in the surface or the dark. So some of the uh, examples could be uh, your domain name, okay? mm -hmm. um, your website name, your mobile app, right? Um, and we also take an example, and also the people, right? Some of the C, uh, some of the CXO labels are also the people that want to uh, ensure that we right. have the information about them. What about the the logos and all of that? The identity side Absolutely. of it, the logo also. Because nowadays we have uh, image recognition software. Because of that, we also can know whether your logo is being used at a place where there is no association of your business. Right. That. I think right. That potentially uh, can be. It's a different game, yeah. seems like. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. So, uh, so talking, coming back again, then so there is an enormous planning that the attacker is, is going to do. So that's that is where uh, we have to have that intelligence, mm -hmm. right? and that intelligence again you have to keep collecting twenty progress. And there will be a lot of chatter that that's going to come. Right? So intelligence will not. We will always say that this is the most meaningful intelligence, and now you have to take action on it. Right. So all this information is going to come. Somebody needs to monitor them. Um, triage, analyze, and make sense of it whether it is worth taking action or not. Right? right. So we do this proactive monitoring. Then we identify that somebody has now set up a website. So we keep a watch on that. But at the same time, now it's also the time to protect your own employees from those phishing attacks. Right. So uh, we'll immediately tell uh, tell the businesses to stop that domain on their website on the perimeter site so that. No such, you know, there is no such information coming from such natural uh, sporting domains to which is operating your employees. But if you have confirmed that you know it's going to affect your customers, then this is also the right time to you know create an awareness and, uh, and tell your customer that this such kind of things should doesn't happen. Now this is again we assume that we are able to associate right, but there would be some smart smart guys who will still be able to bypass all of mm -hmm. this. 
And this is where then the power of uh, advanced use cases that you know, UIMS team has built in, where right. you can see the outline behavior, uh, which will help them to identify that, hey, this is kind of a communication which is going to all my targeted employees. This looks fishy because this Correct. is not something which was which normally expecting. These are all the abnormal activity, right? So, uh, those are all the smart use cases. Let's give an example for that. Like, uh, you might have a mention of a user on Dartmouth, right? Mm. So, in that case, uh, uh, it becomes, see, it's not a uh, direct attack as such on the uh, organization, right? right? It's just a mention of a user on the dark, but it definitely gives us an idea that okay, this user is someone who would be targeted. We know that he's a risky user. Mm. So employing some sensitive use cases just for that user makes us aware that okay, we need to monitor, be extra cautious for that user and make sure that if there is any a slightest hint that he is getting compromised, let's reset his credentials, let's right. make sure that he doesn't cause further damage to right. the organization. It's always one user. Uh, it's always like uh, uh, one entry point, and, and then yeah, it, the real attack happens. Right, and and uh, adversaries are always looking at low hanging fruits, right? Yes, they yes. they want they want anything and everything. Yeah, right. So talking about low hanging fruit, nowadays uh, we see that you know um, organizations are spending both in time and efforts in terms of setting up next generation uh, soft and having this uh, latest cybersecurity gadgets, right? Right. Which is again to protect your own assets. Right. But the attackers are not only targeting those, the attacks are not going to happen only from, right. your, from your IT infrastructure. This they will go out of band, right? Just to give an example, we have seen uh, we have seen an example, we, we have seen a real attack, hmm. right? And how we how we identified in advance also that um, the there was a major launch. Hmm. For a very big uh, organization, and they know that this launch is going to create a lot of uh, talk, uh, buzz. Yeah, a lot of buzz in, in the region. Uh, it was a sensitive region, right? So the organization really wanted to ensure that you know nothing bad happened. Yeah, especially the cyber attack because those are the ones that that causes immediate immediate uh, which immediately affects the brand. Right? Correct. And Especially when you are doing some launches and presentations, what we realized is that just two days before the launch, and we were we were commissioned to ensure that uh, everything is is in place. We have uh, full preventive mechanisms in place and detective, and then we also have our team, uh, blue team, to take care of uh, any cyber attack. Two days just before the launch, we realized that somebody has set up a fake. Social media account of a CEO. Mm. Right now, this is something which will never wait. You know, unless you are doing uh, monitoring, digital monitoring, right? Uh, your digital presence, this will never get caught. Right. The objective, and then it was not just creating a fake profile. This guy has already started connecting with the with the key employees oh. of the organization. Right. Yeah. So the plan was that you create a social media site, then you start targeting those employees. Send them a link or ask them for information which can be utilized for, for doing a cyber attack. Now, all of this is possible only if somebody is doing you know, monitoring their infrastructure, uh, is, is doing the brand monitoring. Brand monitoring, that's right. right. Now, that's interesting because <clears throat> that's what happens, right? Uh, these identities get created, and these are really powerful, influential people. And if they are connecting, people want to connect back. If they are saying something, people want to follow that. And 
that's how human psychology works as well, right? If there's someone influential who's talking to you, who's telling you something, you are going to do it without without thinking about it, right? And that's the entry point. Yeah. And that's what they, they played, right? right? So it's not just tech side of it, it's psychology as well, which is coming in and it's it's a different world altogether, clearly. Yeah, so you create the sense of urgency Correct. from a very important person. I'm sure majority of, majority of the people will fall for it. Correct. Absolutely. I have another uh, like very good example. I was, uh, uh, in old days, like uh, I would say, uh, they used to have this uh, thing like called as a dumpster diving, right? Right. Where attackers used to actually uh, go into a dump bin and like find out some sensitive information about that, right? Uh, things have evolved since then. Yeah. Uh, we have, uh, I would say, digital beings. Mm-hmm. Where, let's say a developer, for example, he might, uh, as when he uploads something on GitHub, he might just uh, make available his source code on GitHub or like something unintended thing on a cloud platform. And this is exactly a thing which adversaries are looking mm-hmm. for. They know that uh, if they have hands on on this code, it's an indirect way to maybe study that, study the flaws in that, and then maybe launch a greater attack later on. So, yeah. We have to make sure that we monitor such things and get these things under control. Right. So now if I have to just, you know, uh, paint paint a picture of an organization's uh, digital identity or the assets, right, which they really need to uh, firstly consider, uh, acknowledge as well, and then uh, figure out a strategy to, you know, lay a, lay a strong foundation to protect their value, right? The brand value, the reputation side of it. So, so can you tell me what is this digital footprint? Uh, what kind of assets or how do we really scope this whole thing? And then what do we really need to advise them? Because we will come in as partners, we will talk to them, we will tell them what they need to do. So what do we really need to advise them when it comes to helping them, you know, uh, helping them fortify their their overall organization, their brand value, CIA side of it, the reputation side of it, all of it. Can you can you help me map that out so that you know it's easier easier to visualize as well? Mm-hmm. And then how do we help them out? So the easiest would be to start with what is your digital identity right. on the internet, right? So that is your uh, that is your domain name, okay? uh, that is your website, that is your mobile app, uh, that is your brand images that you have. Then you have pres- your presence on the social media sites, right? Um, that is also your digital identity. Now this is completely related to your organization, but as we as we just discussed about the uh, key employees also, right? Correct. All your CXOs, uh, those will be targeted for whaling attack or the or the phishing attack, right? Um, this is important part. Uh, at the same time, uh, you also want to be aware of digital risk which is coming from your third parties, right? Right. You. We have we have very good examples of supply chain attacks right. happening, right? So it's not only about your organization, right? Who you are connected to, this, but where you are connected to, either because you are sharing information or they have access to your information, or or there is a there is a channel which is established, right? And all the attackers need is the channel to to, to enter into the organization. So your association with all your third parties is also an important part uh, that has to be there um, you know, when we are. When we know that, when we tell our customer that this is your digital presence that we want to monitor. Now, all of this is not static. Correct. This is going to be dynamically keep on changing also, right? So, this is where we have to ensure that 
we keep doing digital footprinting on mm-hmm. a continuous basis. Uh, not only for the known identities, but also for the unknown, because uh, yeah. you, the organizations are quite big, spread across multiple regions, Correct. multiple departments, and somebody will definitely create something, right? Um, nowadays, we have seen that even a developer, because he wants to uh, keep his uh, work, work of art, which is the development, right? He also wants to keep his uh, you know, source code on the, on the websites like GitHub. But unknowingly, he is sharing the confidential information, right. Right, which can be used by the attack. So all of this uh, digital footprinting is the exercise that we can test with. Right. So yeah. So when it comes to the digital footprint, Nilesh, uh, I understand how how it looks and how what we really uh, you know have to scope when it comes to that. But going one step ahead as well, right? One is proactively monitoring this, but how do we lay the the foundation? And and you, I think that's where the content which we build. The use cases which we, you know, uh, develop and the kind of consulting we do week on week with our clients is is something which matters, right? So how do we lay that that layer as well, which is going to complement the 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 threat risk, the, uh, the digital threat risk and intelligence service which we have, right? Okay. So uh, the foundation is something I think Nilesh already mentioned, but uh, it's more about finally I would say. Uh, the, the biggest addressing the biggest challenge as of now is like uh, making sure that uh, this uh, what do you say uh, alerts needs to be taken more seriously uh, we are still seeing a setback where it's still not an actual al- uh, attack right so um, many of the businesses they tend to ignore this and they just wait for an actual attack to happen right. so uh, that awareness is something is uh, I would say it's very important and we need to make sure that uh, uh, businesses take this seriously, the brand monitoring and the threat intelligence seriously, so as to avoid something which is uh, might kill their reputation. Right. So, so great. So, as I understand, oh, we have we have to have a plan in place. We have to identify what needs to be protected. We have a, we have to have a plan in place. Obviously, we need to we need to partner with the the right uh, uh, service provider, yeah. or right managed security service provider. Uh, who understands what needs to be done? Who understands how to tailor it to uh, you know every organization, and then and then start have a proactive twenty four by seven monitoring of assets, monitoring of digital identity, uh, coupled with analysts who are there on the call, ready when you need them. Yeah. Right. So and obviously all of this is also going to help our help organizations with their compliance requirements to it. Yeah. Right? So just to add here, um, is one thing that I want to highlight is that this is not an IT problem. Mm. Okay. Because this is affecting your brand. Correct. It is your business problem. So the stakeholders are not your IT team. Right. It's not just the CISO's problem. Correct. CISO is only going to be facilitated that exactly. such and yeah. such services and technologies available which should be capitalized. But it's your brand manager, right? It's your senior manager who is really concerned about their digital presence. Correct. So that that stakeholder awareness has to be brought in. Then only really understand, you know, why this is required. Thank you. If you have any questions or would like to speak to a member of the Security HQ team, please visit www.securityhq.com.